Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Spreading the News. This is episode 41 here on April 16th. Just finished a big game. Yankees just split with the Twins. Um, I am your host, Chase Carucci, and we are joined by Brian. Hey, everybody. How are we doing? We uh, were off last week because it was Easter and we just couldn't record. But now we're back and we got a lot to talk about. So I'm excited. Danny. Uh, yeah, what's up? Apologies for last week. I know the fans were clamoring for an episode, but um, I tried. Chase and Brian didn't give me any help last week. I tried with Chase a bunch and he said he didn't want to. So it was on them. I tried. Sorry, guys. But episode 41. It should be episode 42 on Jackie Robinson week. Total BS. Total BS. Anyways. Not BS. I tried. I've tried many times. It's BS. Anyways. Um, look, I just, uh, we, we, we need to bring back our Yankee of the week. I'm excited to bring back the Yankee of the week. I guess we could just start off with that. Um, do you guys want to just jump? Like if one of you want to jump right in, just go ahead. Yeah, sure. Me. Okay. Uh, Yankees, first things first, the Yankees are 10 and six. They are the only team in the league not to lose a series yet. So that's pretty cool. Um, you think our wait, 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 not to lose a how, series. Did I say win? How have the Rays not? Yeah, the Rays. Well, they lost. lost the Rays game. just lost this weekend to the Twins. They lost two out of three to the Twins. Uh, to the fucking, not the Twins, the Blue Jays. They lost two out of three to the Blue Jays. They, they, they lost two in a row. I knew they lost their first. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so they, they lost, lost two in a row. So they, they lost, lost that first. series. So the Yankees are the only team not to lose a series. So that's pretty impressive so far. Yeah. Fuck the Rays. All those idiots. Yeah, they're really good. Um, so my Yankee of the Week is Ace Garrett Cole. Of course, I'm very excited about this because I predicted Cy Young. I bet Cy Young, Brian, with the nice pressure as a tri- priv- privileged shirt. Chase with a cool shirt, too. Cole de blood. Yeah, where's your shirt? Where's your shirt, asshole? I got a, I got a Cortland. This guy uh, has Garrett Cole as his Yankee of the Week. He doesn't even have a Garrett Cole. I got, a, I Cor- I got a Cortland <laughs> Red Jug Yankee shirt. Shout out, Cortland. Um, but um, so Garrett Cole has been our ace uh, since the last time we talked was opening series. He's had three starts since then. He went against the Phillies in a 4-2 victory, six and a third with eight strikeouts, three walks, only letting up one earned run. After that game, his ERA was down to a 7-3, a .73, not 7.3, .73. Then we go to the Guardians. And honestly, of the week, I was really impressed with this start um, because he didn't like his fastball in this game at all. You could tell in the beginning he wasn't locating it well. He wasn't feeling it. Um, he let up two runs in the first inning, but he bounced back, went seven innings pitch and why this impressed me seven innings pitch only allowed those two runs that he let up in the first he only had three strikeouts in this game we know Garrett Cole is a strikeout machine he broke the Yankee record last year for strikeouts but the fact that he could get it done in this game without having his strikeout pitch working that impressed the hell out of me like that is awesome to see when because last year we saw when Garrett Cole didn't have a strikeout pitch going there was balls going over the fence but in this game he showed that he could get you out and a bunch of different ways. It doesn't have to be just the strikeout. And that was, it was awesome to watch. And we won a big game in Cleveland in that game. Uh, destroyed them. It was a, that was the 11, two game. But then today, of course, today backs against the wall. Don't want to lose a series against the twins after losing the first two come back uh, yesterday, win one. So we have a race on the mound. He goes nine innings, 10 strikeouts, only two hits in the fifth inning. He had a no hitter going into the fifth. I thought, Watching him pitch, I thought, honestly, we were about to see something like a no-hitter. We still did see something special. The complete game shutouts aren't very common anymore. It's his first one since 2021, when I think that was the Astros game that he struck out Jordan at the end. Um, but Garrett Cole, I hope everyone got listened to me and got their Cy Young bets in. I provided reasoning. That was the most confident of my bold prediction. 
and he is awesome. He is looking dominant. He is the best pitcher in the league. He will win Cy Young, and he he's just awesome. He's awesome on the mound. He inhales bananas in the dugout like it's his job as well. Uh, today was hilarious. They they pan to him opening a banana, then they go to the pitch. They pan back, and he's got his face the face full of banana, and the banana's gone. Um, but he was awesome. Him and Trevino are on the same page, and I love it. Garrett Cole is back. He's our ace. Oh, I love him. Cole never left, is what I would say. That never left. Well, he I, left for an off season. Everybody left for an off season. I almost feel so far through these first couple of starts for Cole. He's four zero. Um, I can't remember what you said his ERA is down to now. Point nine five. Point nine five ERA 0. under one ERA. I almost feel a little silly taking his over uh, in our over under segment we had um, a couple episodes ago. I was the only one of the I four think it that was said under. 3.15 his line was at, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, four. like I said, like, I mean, it's still April. It's still April. It's still so early. A lot can go wrong. Hopefully not, knock on wood. Um, but I feel silly after seeing the way he's pitched so far. Like I was saying, like, we're going to get those blow up games. And like, he hasn't even been close to that yet of like showing us that he's going to give that blow up game. He's been the best pitcher in baseball over this stretch. And I don't, I don't think it's even up for a debate at this point. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of really, really good pitching right now around the league, but I think he's given his team the most, especially the Yankees, because like, I feel like he's come out and given them the wins they need. Obviously, being 4-0 for his pitcher in baseball to reach four, uh, four wins. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's been amazing, and it's awesome to see. I absolutely love it. I'm a huge Cole fan, and uh, I was going to say something else about Cole, but I can't remember what it was. So Maybe if it comes back to me, on the mound? no, not the smiling. I can't remember what it was. Um, I don't know if you, Brian, if you want to, if you wanted to say, I'll think if you wanted to say, I'm feeling good about taking his under on that ERA. Yes. I mean, what more can you say about Cole? He just looks so good. Short hair, long outings. I love it. The, the complete game shutout today was exactly what you wanted against Minnesota. Who's been really good to start the year. The strikeouts are there. Everything's working. It's reminiscent to me of Astros Cole. It's like every time he's out there, like we win, like, Obviously, so far, and what you want to do is win the games. He's won all four of his starts. Uh, my my thing is always the ace starts winning streaks, ends losing streaks. That's what he's done all year, obviously, because he hasn't lost yet. Don't want to jinx anything there. But he's just been electric. Like, he, again, been the best pitcher in baseball. And I expect more of a continue. He just looks – everything looks great. Like, his breaking pitches look great. The fastball's live. His control's there. Like, it's crazy to say that, like, this might be the first time as Yankees he's – Looks like he's put it all together, but like this has been the best he's been. This is the best stretch I can remember. It's, again, four starts, but he's just been insane, and I can't wait for his starts every week. Yeah, and uh, one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, looking forward to the weekend next weekend. I know we have the Angels coming to town Tuesday, so can't take them lightly, can't overlook them. But the weekend we have our first Toronto series, and I did the math. I'm pretty sure we were getting it be getting an Alec Manoa versus Garrett Garrett Cole start at the stadium. And that excites me a lot. And I don't know if you guys have been seeing what Alec Manoa has been doing. He got lit up by the race today. He is ERA. A lot different than Cole. His ERA right now is at a 6-9-8 to start he the year. Sucks. So he's going to be coming to the stadium looking to bounce back. We know how he feels about us. You know how we feel about him. So not to look over the Angels. Can't take them lightly. Can't overlook them. But I'm excited for that Toronto series this weekend. Uh, you said that's this weekend, Danny? Yeah, it's the coming weekend, yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, maybe we get we. What do we have? We had we had a one brawl this year between the Yankees and Blue Jays. Who knows? Maybe that could be an early contender. So, uh, we'll see. But I do I do remember what I was gonna say about Cole. Um, 
I think so far throughout the, the his young season, I think he's struck out eight or more batters in every start except for against the Guardians. And I, in that game against the Guardians, I took his over on prize picks for his taco. That was at, I think, five and a half or 6.5. So the one game that I bet on Cole, I figured this is free money. Um, he didn't hit. So <laughs> they know what they're doing that. over there. But um, yeah, like you said, Danny, like, but like even like in that game, like just getting the outs that he needed to get, um, finding ways to get through it, didn't have his strikeout stuff that game, still did it. And that's what aces do. Um, and Brian, since you brought up, you know, him being happy today, I also want to just say like today, like we were talking in the group chat, look the happiest I've ever seen him on the mound. Like he just seems like happy this year. Like he just had a second kid. Um, looks like he looks like he ate a lot during the off season, but, um, <laughs> so maybe feeling that a little bit, feeling a little short hair, short hair, cleaning up a little bit. Uh, I mean, I don't know who knows. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe he's, he's on to something and, I think one other thing that I wanted to mention before I move on from Garrett Cole um, is that his fastball just looks so much better this year. And I feel like he's not relying on, I guess, his blow by stuff. I mean, yes, obviously, it's still a big factor for him, but like he's like painting corners. Uh, he's getting balls on the black like he he is locating his fastball where he wants it to go. And that's been the problem for him over the last couple of years is that he would always just throw it down the middle, try to blow by guys, couldn't do it. Now he's locating. So I guess when he when he's locating, it's going to be a dangerous, dangerous day on the mound uh, when you're facing he, Garrett Cole. He actually said that he actually, he mentioned that in his uh, post game interview with Meredith. I was watching uh, watching the game still. He said that that's what he's trying to do with his fastball. Use it all over the zone, hit every every corner of the zone, every side of the zone. Like that's what he's trying to do. Locate his fastball everywhere. And I love it. And his knuckle curve looks great as well. Um, mm. Just really. I mean, he looks great. He's dominant. And um, yeah, it's awesome. Well, Garrett, Garrett's been great. Um, there have also been some other great Yankees during the stretch. Brian, I, I want to guess your Yankee of the week because I feel like we have the same one. All right, go ahead. But I guess if I I feel like if I guess yours, then, then I'll give away mine. No, guess guess who you think mine is. Okay. I see you with Franchi. That is a very good guess because it would have been my set. Like that, I was between we should, him we, we, and... We got to talk about Franchi. We will. It could be Chase's. <laughs> I mean, hey, who um, knows? Who knows? But no, I was between the two. And if you went before me and you picked my guy, French, you would have been my guy, but you didn't. So you're letting me go. So I could guess. But no, um, first Yankee of the week of the year. So I don't want to. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. It's got to be the kid. It's got to be Volpe. He's had a great week. Um, he started off very slow. We know. But like I also kind of expected that i didn't see him coming in and tearing up the big leagues from opening day um he struggled at the beginning his season numbers aren't great but it's not even been a month yet but over the last seven 263 364 on base percentage um and he hit his first big league homer and he's up to seven steals like what more can you want he's put a good shortstop he's had those he had those two rough plays at the beginning of the year but like actually over the last week i think volpe's been awesome and every time he's getting on he's running i want to give it to him especially because he hit his first big league homer like i mentioned but that was big and I think he just looks a lot more comfortable. I think he's he's figuring it out a little bit. And I think he's been I actually like him. I like him in the leadoff spot in the big leagues. I think since they've started doing that, he's felt he's looked a little better up there. But yeah, I wanted to give it to the kid. I think he deserves it. He's he had a really good week. I'm not giving it to him just because he's Volpe. He actually did have a good week. And um I think he's only, you know, he's getting better. It's actually oh no, yeah. He has seven stolen base on the year. I mean, he's on pace for a lot. He's gone, he steals every time seven. he's on. He's every time he's seven on, for he seven, steals, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, true, so yeah. I'm. He's really again. Season numbers aren't great. I know he's hitting 191, but like 
recently. Yeah, I think we, he's looked good. I think he's I think he's gonna he's gonna turn some heads. I mean, and also let me just say the idiots that were calling for him to be like sent down at the beginning, I want to tell like, you what that, that you are so dumb. I've seen I was seeing that <laughs> on Twitter. All these guys start slow, like they're not gonna come up and tear up immediately. Like Adley, J Rod, all these guys started slow, like they'll be fine. And I'm and very comfortable people will be fine. I'm not saying he's going to have a great year this year, but he had a good week, so I'm giving him props for it. Yeah, no, and um, I do like Volpe at the leadoff spot, if he's, especially if he's going to keep getting on base, stealing bases, uh, because I, I've mentioned before, I like DJ in RBI spots. I think DJ is one of our best hitters in scoring position. I mean, the numbers back that up as well. I love DJ hitting five, uh, you know, with runners on base, getting an RBI. Like we saw today, DJ drove in our only two runs today with a, a solo shot and a single that scored Judge. Um, But... It's all and watching Volpe on the base pads, it is like, like he has. I, I, you guys have noticed how he steals, right? He has that weird little hop, like little hop and then go. I've kind of <laughs> never seen that. Like it used to be like the like the delayed steal. That's what we used to do for our delayed steal. We'd take two shuffles, then go. But he does it. He times it so perfectly where he's doing that hop, and once the pitcher is releasing, then he boom, he's gone. Like and it's it's awesome. I love it. Bro, it's so cool. It's off. so funny that you say that because me and Christian were watching the game today, and Christian was saying. <laughs> when Volpe is getting ready to steal, he actually dances on the bases like Chadwick Boseman in the movie 42. Like he actually, <laughs> like he's actually dancing around the bases. Like, like it's, it's funny. You gotta um, pay, pay attention to that. The next time you see, yeah, because he, he has a small lead. So he's not really, get, he's not going to get picked off. It's not, he has a small lead and he gets that hop. He times that hop perfectly. And then he goes, I have a cool anecdote about that. Actually listeners. I don't, I know you two, you guys know one of my best friends here at school. Um, played high school baseball against Volpe multiple times. They were at the, like the two biggest schools in Jersey. And my friend was the catcher for Don Bosco. And he actually threw Volpe out once, but he said like, we were watching Volpe, Volpe opening day or just whenever he was like on. Oh yeah. Cause didn't he walk opening day and he like yeah. walked and then stole. Yeah. And stole Yeah. So like he was doing that shovel thing. And my friend was like, Oh my God. Like I remember this from Del Barton. They all do that. Like that's what they teach them in high school. Wow. Like every guy in that, in the, that Del Barton team did that. And Volpe's like carried that all the way up to the big leagues. Interesting. Pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really cool. I guess they got, I guess they've all been watching 42 a lot. Yeah. I, I guess <laughs> when they so. go back and when they go back and look at the film, I guess they watch 42. Rest in peace. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Sad. I was actually thinking about that the other day, but um, yeah, I mean, Volpe, um, Volpe, Volpe has been, has been, he's been good. Uh, I wouldn't say he's been great so far, but like, obviously, like you said, Brian, it comes with being a rookie. <clears throat> These guys don't come up. And, I mean, most of them, um, very, very small percentage of guys come up and just shine right away. Um, but one thing that I guess while we're on the topic that I did want to mention to you, Brian, I've, I've spoken about it with Danny a few times already. Um, but one thing that I've noticed about Volpe is he's very, very much so expanding the zone um as, as compared to spring training and he's also like i feel like he's swinging for the fences like literally every single time he's at the plate um which is like i mean i guess it's normal like he's a young player trying to find his find his feet in the big leagues um you know but it's just like uh i feel like once he can kind of stray stray away from that i feel like everything is going to kind of come together um so yeah, just I guess be ready for that. I have noticed. I have noticed. I noticed that like early on, like you, I don't know. He's kind of pressing at the plate. He was expanding the zone. I remember in the Baltimore series last week against uh, Felix Batista, he just looked completely overmatched. Three pitch strikeout, just completely overmatched. It was not good. But ever since that triple in Baltimore, I think I think about uh, he. Uh, he's kind of figuring it out. I haven't seen him expand the zone as much. He's getting on base a lot more. Um, I think they said that he's reached base 
today when he was 0 for 2 after his, he reached base in seven of his last 17 at bats, I think it was, um, or 17 plate appearance. So that doing the math on that now it would be eight for his last 19 at bats. So he has been getting on base a lot. And I have noticed that he isn't expanding the zone as much. And it, great week. I hope he can build on this and keep it going into next week. Yeah, it's, it's natural. I mean, he he's had a couple of big hits, like you mentioned, the triple. He had a double, I think. And obviously he's homer. I just, he's figuring it out. I, we know based on what they've been saying that like he has always been a slow starter when adjusting to a new level. Like that's true. Going from single A to yeah, double A, that. double A to triple A. And the thing with him is that he never, he barely even played in triple A. So now he's basically adjusting to very limited sample size in triple A to the big leagues. And so again, I'm not surprised that he started slow, but he's he's been good, and I think he's only going to get better. He will. He will only get better. And With Stanton injury, I think we're going to see him in the leadoff spot a lot more. Like, and I hate to use a guy that I love as an example, but Gunnar Henderson's been horrible, and he's the number of prospects in all of baseball. So, like, it, yeah. it happens. These guys will be fine. Like, Gunnar Henderson shouldn't be sent down. He Henderson- suck. Yeah. Of course, Brian he's loves good. Gunnar Henderson. He's cool. What, he's cool. What, I didn't like him in MLB The Show, though. What is, it, what, is he, what, what is the attraction to Gunnar Henderson? I'm curious. He's just a beast. He's a beast. Number one. He's a fun prospect coming up. He's handsome. Yeah, but he's an O. So is Adley. We've, talk, like Adley? we've talked. We've talked about before that we don't hate on the O's as much as we do the other three teams in the division. Like we don't. Yeah, I guess we can. I guess we can't really hate on the O's. I mean, like I guess last year, I don't want to say I was rooting for them, but like I was interested in their success that they had. Is what I will say. Success. You know what? Actually, we haven't talked about this. Why don't we talk about Sterling's call for vote? Does anybody have any opinions on that? Or oh man, uh, <laughs> what was it like? Spaghettio was it something. It was, no, it was um, <laughs> yeah, it was something Aggie. It was <laughs> Anthony Volpe, a spectacular OG. Yeah, Sterling. I would like to have Sterling on the pod and be like, "Why do you think you're Italian?" Because <laughs> he has all these Italian calls. He has all these Italian calls that he he's just not. Well, how about, how about Sterling calling Sterling and Susan calling Oswaldo Cabrera Orlando Cabrera on the broadcast the other day while I was listening in the car? That was so funny. That was in the I, Guardians game, right? Yeah, literally. When he hit the clutch the, hit. The big hit, the big hit. He was like, Orlando Cabrera sends one to right field. And I was like, who is Orlando Cabrera? And I was because I just turned the game on in the car. Um, and I didn't I wasn't aware of the situation. And I was like, oh, no, I was like, did Orlando Cabrera on the on the Guardians just get a big hit for for um the team for their team and i was like that doesn't sound right i'm like they don't have an orlando cabrera and i'm like the only guy i could think of is oswaldo and then and then they were you know talking about how like um i don't i don't know who scored but they were saying like oh we'll just say it's like i don't know franchi franchi cordero scores blah 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 and i was like who the hell is orlando cabrera i was like oh okay oswaldo and then susan was saying orlando too it was just like it was weird man i felt like i was in the twilight zone um look john sterling great great guy i'm sure Goat, man brian they're, you met him too... brian why don't you give us a little little rundown of of when you met him little play-by-play i, I it was a blur man he had these big sunglasses on and he was just like i don't even remember what he said some old guy made a baseball card of him who was trying to give it to him and he was like oh thank you <laughs> no like that was pretty much it what? i got a picture of them. listen him and susan are the goats man and they're losing it. We know that. <laughs> we just, I mean, everyone knows that. It's just like, um, I don't know, like the old man that's like reminiscing over the good old days and he's just talking about, and he doesn't even know where he is. And you're just like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Orlando, Orlando Cabrera, sure. 
Yeah. You know, my, also, I have a funny story, kind of funny story about John Sterling. I met him. Uh, me and my family met him in Baltimore uh, when we went oh, to I Orioles. Orioles I know you met game. him too. I would. I didn't know that. Yeah, Orioles Yankee. It was like 2008 though, so a while ago. He actually hit. He was hitting on my aunt. Um, <laughs> they're uh, they're listening. They're, they're going to be listening. So shout out the Krasminskis. But um, yeah. So I remember. I actually wasn't there. Um. And they were tell they came back and were telling me that he was hitting on my aunt. And I was like, "Holy what, John Sterling, bro? He's Big Steve's wife, man." (laughs) Yeah, wait, Steve's wife. Yeah, yeah, Steve's wife. Oh no, Steve, 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 let us know. Slide. Let us know how you felt about that, (laughs) Steve. You're gonna let that slide? Come on, man. But you know, and also John Sterling, I laugh every time I'm listening to him because he'll remember exactly what happened in 1951 Cardinals versus Giants game, whatever. And then he won't remember that 2017 the Yankees made the playoffs. Like he he won't remember what year Judge was a rookie. Like I've noticed that in the uh, in his I broadcast, guess, it's, it's hilarious. That's just what happens when you get old, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. man, he's not getting any younger. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess um one of one of you brought up um someone that I felt was a good segue to my Yankee of the week. Um, do you guys want to guess my Yankee of the week? Is it Franchi? So it was Franchi, but I decided to change it. You're changing it now. Let's yeah. just talk about Franchi after the Yankee of the Week, because he deserves some love. He does deserve some love. Your Yankee of the Week, if it's not Franchi, I, I don't think you're gonna get it. Is it good or bad? Both. Both. It's both good and bad. IKF. No. Trevino Cabrera. No. No. Stop guessing, everybody. Just reading the line. Just going down the roster sheet. I know this is a joke. <laughs> Stanton. It is Stanton. It oh, is Stanton. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk about Stanton for a number of reasons. Obviously, because today he went on the injured list um, with that hamstring injury that he's getting an MRI on that we don't have any word on yet on the severity. But John Carlos Stanton was looking really, really good up until this point um, of his, of the time of his injury. And I said to you guys, my bold prediction on the year, could see Stanton and Judge in a home run race at the end of the year. Man, they were both hitting home runs. Like, they're both hitting home runs. I mean, I guess, how many how many home runs is um, Stanton up to? Four. Four? So him and Judge are at both at four, right? Or is Judge at five Judge now? has five. Judge has five? Okay, so, I mean, they're both neck and neck. So, like, if this is a longer injury, which... Usually, Stan's injuries tend to be very, very long, a couple months, um, couple weeks, couple weeks. That couple bold, months. that bold prediction might be down the tubes. I'm a little. Upset I took his over. over, Brian. The lock of the year I took his over. It was the lock of the year if he didn't get injured. I mean, I don't know. Well, I want to see the timetable. I am going to agree that I'm I'm leaning towards it's probably going to be long. And you guys know that Stan's one of my favorite players. I love. So what the, what the, what Michael K was saying on the broadcast today, he said that yesterday. Um, right away, like Stanton signaled to the the dugout when he was chugging for second base, and they were saying like they already knew it was bad when he came out of the game, and like that's like they knew they were gonna put him on the IL like last night, and they haven't even gotten an MRI yet, which yeah. shows that it's like already bad. Um, yeah. which which is scary. Meanwhile, if that ball, it's so frustrating. That ball just hit the top of the ball, and if it went out, he's not even hurt. And and, yeah. and if he he pimped that because he thought it was out. And so if he didn't pimp it and he just lollygagged in second, he wouldn't have been hurt. But he actually had to hustle because he, well, Michael well, he was running was out yesterday. Of the stadium. What'd you say, Brian? 
Michael K thought that it was out of the stadium. He was yeah, like, he Michael was K is losing it a little bit too. He was like a long home run. He's like, it's actually off the wall. Like, how do you go from a long home run to it's not <laughs> yeah. even out? Michael anyway. K thought, Danny, Michael K thought that he lost his leash because that that puppy was gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and Chase co-op joke there for MLB the show <sighs> or beasts. Yeah, but um, anyway. but also like it was funny in the dugout, Rizzo and Volpe were like so confused on how that ball didn't go out, and Volpe said after that Rizzo was telling him that uh, every time Stanton hits a ball like that, it goes out. Like Rizzo was just in shock that it wasn't a home run, just like everybody was. I thought I it was we, gone yeah, too. Yeah, we were all up. shocked. I think that's that was kind of the norm with everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like he's been raking up until this point. Like his last fifteen games, two sixty nine average with a five fifty eight slug and a two ninety six on base percentage. Um. Obviously, you know. Oh wait, he's up to wait. Stanton's up to two six nine. Oh, four home runs. Never mind. I read that wrong. Um, but yeah, on the season, hitting two sixty nine, eight fifty eight fifty four OPS. Like he was having, you know, a good start to the year, and like to see this happen now, and like I was saying, to you guys, I've said it many times. Like, like when Stanton's locked in, he's locked in. Like he's looked locked in, uh, for most of his at bats this season so far. And now it's like when he comes off the IL, he's going to have to do another whole, you know, ramp up process. That will probably take him another couple of weeks until he's at, you know, full strength. So um, a big loss already on top of a ton of different injuries that the Yankees are dealing with. Didn't we have someone else go to the IL like the other day? My my, my forgetting. Some? Oh, no. DJ almost went to the IL, but he's fine now. Yeah. Um, Got Donaldson nice. coming back on Wednesday. Oh, and all, Peraza is called up for in the Stanton injury uh, roster spot. Peraza is up in the big leagues. Yeah, I we'll see how long he stays day. here. Yeah, I wonder if he'll actually get at bats. So we'll yeah, see. I maybe, don't think maybe a Ben Rourke vet situation where he's up here doesn't doesn't play in a single game and then just gets sent back down. Yeah, it's super unfortunate. Um, I think I speak for all of us when I say that losing Stanton's a monumental blow. So, uh, they got to just stay the course until he comes back and hope that we have a quick rehab process. And it was. Almost, it's almost like how we were talking about Sevy. You almost expect it to happen, but you just hope it's not long term and he gets back pretty soon. Right. Yeah. When I was putting in my lock of the year, I, I was saying like barring injury, barring injury, and the reason the line was so low is because of injury, and of course Vegas always knows. So, of course, stands hurt, and it sucks, man. I get, I th- always think he's been like unfairly hated on for his time as Yankee, but the one thing I would say, you, you. you you know, you can give him shit for this guy is very rarely healthy for an extended period of time. I saw, I don't know if you guys saw in the yes pregame that they said Stanton has spent 39.9% of the games as a Yankee on the IL. And that is Holy just crap. crazy. That's, that's like, a, that's a nuts stat. Um, and when he is playing, he's so good and it's so frustrating, especially after a good start. And it makes me sad. Um, and we need Bader back even more because that bald fuck is the worst player in baseball. Bader so, Bader's uh getting that bat soon, so he's on yeah, the way. So that's gonna be big, but yeah. Hopefully Stan can get back soon. Yep. Devastating news. But I guess, you know, in other good news, um we could we could talk a little bit about this twin series, how things kind of started off very bleak. Very, very bleak. Terrible. Um, and then things kind of trended toward towards uh the better because it started off on what was it Friday night? Was it Friday night or Thursday night? Yeah. Oh uh, no, Thursday night. It was a four game set, so Thursday it was Thursday night. night. It started nine run first inning. Yeah, nine run first inning. Um, <laughs> I think I. I mean, I I was very excited for this game because it was like, it was I think it was a night very nice day out, and I was like, oh, I think it's gonna feel like it's summer beautiful. base. It's gonna feel like summer baseball. 
Um, got the Yankees and Twins coming on, like a good game. Like Twins are looking good so far. Yankees are looking good. Going to be a good game. Nine run first inning for Johnny Brito. Um, very gross. Um, I mean, Brian, I think you put it best uh, when you were talking about Brito in the or seven run first inning for Brito. Sorry. Uh, and, and then, then he yeah two gave yeah. up Brewer gave up two yeah um Brian I think you put yeah, it best in the group out. chat when you said um I'll, I'll just let you speak for yourself when you when you spoke about the um Brito being a reliever yeah. with his yeah yeah so obviously I cannot remember an inning that bad especially first inning like have you when's the last time they just gave up nine runs in one inning it was their the worst inning? it was their worst inning since two it was their worst first inning since two thousand I think I saw on Twitter it was it was like the toughest watch I've had in so long. Like I was at my friend's house where like we all get excited to watch these games and then like oh my god and like immediately how bad that was and yeah back to Brito who started this game obviously and was quickly out of it uh, he had two very good f- starts to start the year but the more I watch him he's either throwing a fastball or changeup he only has two pitches yeah. and if you only have two pitches it's really difficult to be a successful starter at the big league level and after his two starts I think. The twins saw enough about like saw enough of him to realize what was happening. You're either getting a fastball or a changeup, and he pounds the zone. So like, as a big league team, I'm like these guys should be in attack mode, sit on something. You got a 50 percent chance at it, and that really like shifted my whole like that's what really shifted my whole viewing on Brito. Like now I'm back to thinking like that he's not very good. Where I was really excited for, but you can't really just be a two pitch pitcher like that in the big leagues as a starter, and. Yeah, like Chase kind of hinted at before, maybe somewhere down the line he'd be an effective reliever, a short reliever with those two pitches because they're they're solid. Like his changeup is good, his fastball's okay, has a little bit of sync to it. But you know, big league team, especially a good one like the Twins, are going to be able to sit on that, and that was just brutal. Like it was literally like batting practice out there. So yeah, I've been we were all noticed- calling for Brito, and now I, I don't really want to see him again. So You know, I noticed that and even in his good starts, he's saying, like, the league is eventually going to catch up, and he, he does have the makings of being a really good – like, a really good reliever has two dominant pitches. Like, you don't need three as a reliever. They said, they kept saying that he's trying to develop his slider, whatever, but I don't know. He's developing a slider two weeks into his first MLB season. I don't really know how realistic that is. So <laughs> I definitely could, could see him as a good reliever with two really good pitches, but he's not a starter if he doesn't get that slider. And I just thought Brian was frozen. He was being very still, but – it's uh and go back to his first two starts that are good like it's actually usually difficult for mlb teams to hit guys they've never seen before i think i can't remember who it was i think the guardians started someone against us it was his first billy start and he like shut us down and it was so frustrating that's every pitcher with us though every everyone that gets their first start against the yankees always carves us up yeah we never yeah but i think it's for a reason yeah it's hard like these guys have seen almost everybody but when you haven't seen a guy like that a starter like it's tough you have no idea what to expect and that's how Brito got away with the first two starts but now, like I said, the Twins saw enough, and they just – I mean, it was, like, insane. Like, you w- almost wanted to believe that he was tipping, but he wasn't. Like, it was really bad. You know, and something kind of cool from that first inning, um, you know, as a from a baseball perspective, kind of cool, not from a, us being Yankee fans perspective, Eduardo Julian, um, he – WBC guy, Canadian. But he uh, actually – he got his first MLB hit and first MLB home run in that same inning. I don't know when that's – ever happened before Probably but never he, got happened his, before. he got his first MLB hit and first home run so as like a baseball fan that's kind of freaking cool like getting your first hit and home run and out out of the way in the same goddamn inning as the leadoff hitter but um yeah just all around bad game and then wasn't good the next day either it was it was weird man it was like Brito's been so good 
up until that game and um he gave up what was it he gave up uh i'm looking right now he gave up oh wow he only gave up one home run in that inning really interesting they were just batting him around the yard Brito only gave up one home run that inning um but then gave up two i think right uh brewer gave up three well two two in the first inning i meant like he ended up giving up yeah so Brito like came in seven earned runs and i'm like wow like I didn't like I didn't even know what to think and I was saying to you guys like I was like is this because it's like hot out like because like obviously like when it was hot out like the ball carries more uh and it was just like it was just a weird feeling and then like Brewer comes in and then Brewer also is like shitting the bed and it's like what's going on and it was just like one of those nights and then I mean we even got to a point where we got to see IKF on the mound which was just oh God, insane yeah, stupid I hate that shit think about he had a scoreless inning yeah, so it and was. He also threw the the slowest pitch and tracked in Yankee yeah. history. Nothing Brewer, else. To, go ahead, Danny. Even Brewer, um, coming in and pitching horrible, four runs in uh, three and third. Um, but it was kind of it's weird because Brewer had that Houdini act against Cleveland. The uh, bases loaded, no out. I kind of want to give him a shout out for that. That was crazy. Base loaded, no out, getting out of it. But yeah, it's just an all around bad game. I mean, eleven to two. When you're down nine nothing in the first inning, like it's kind of hard to hit. Like I've played in those games. I've been on both sides, and it's kind of like. Game just drags on at that point, like not not even, yeah, really playing. You're just playing because the game's over. You're already looking forward to the next game, but yeah, it was rough. And then the next day, Clay Holmes was rough. Well, was before rough we game. get before we get to that, I do want to give a shout out to Rizzo because the only guy that showed up in that game, he was the best Yankee yeah. on the field. He had did he have two homers or one? Two. Yeah, he had two homers in that game. But I just wanted to use that as just to mention how good Rizzo's been. Like we all predicted a big year uh, out of him without the shift. And he starts off, he's hitting 315 with four homers, nine RBI. And he has a 980 OPS. Just a quick like shout out to Rizzo because he's been he has been yeah. really, really good. So I'm excited for his whole season, especially without the yeah. shift. And he would would have been a great Yankee of the week candidate, but I kind of forgot about it until we mentioned this game. But yeah, Rizzo yeah that's been a good sick. point. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, and I remember that that back to our offseason episode, Brian, when you asked us to what what where did the lineup improve? And I said Rizzo with no shift. And he's showing that right now. 315 average. Love to see it. The following game after that. 11-2 disgusting blunder. The Yankees um, went in, started off hot. Volpe gets his first career home run. Judge follows him up. Judge hits a home run. Um, I think the Yankees were up 3-0 or 2-0 until they decided to bring in Clay Holmes against the righties in the middle of the order to get him out. Clay Holmes, once again, it's like clockwork, blows yet another game. Um did you guys see anything in particular particular from Clay Holmes that made you think, uh, maybe, you know, maybe he was just unlucky today or maybe he was just like, oh, no, okay. He no, just sucks. Unlucky yeah. today. Maybe he's just, just bad. sucks. Maybe he's just he's really like, bad. Once, when you're unlucky every outing, maybe you just suck. I'm sorry, but I've been the biggest Clay hater and I'm still a Clay hater. He actually had like two consecutive good outings. I was like, okay. And then he's been terrible since then. In Cleveland, he, sucks he to lose a game. game. Blew the Nestor Sucks star. to lose a game when... Judge, Stan, and Volpe Homer. We know the stats when Judge and Stan Homer in the same game are like favor the Yankees heavily, plus the Volpe leadoff. Like when that happened, and I got so pissed because after the game, I saw on Twitter like Barstool Baseball posted a video of Judge Judge's Homer and was like, it was right after it happened. So like back to your regularly scheduled program of the Yankees owning the Twins because we have, and then they ended up going on to lose that game. And it's just so frustrating because it's clay over and over and over blowing the save. And for some reason it appears that he's still going to be 
He's still the guy. I would have. I wonder who Boone would have went to if Cole, um, let's say had like Clay Holmes was warming pitches. up in the bullpen. Yeah, he was. Yeah. How could he still be the guy? I don't know what don't we're know. gonna see. Um, I don't know. He's just terrible. I, I he can't be the closer anymore. Uh, my Marinaccio prediction. I really hope comes true. <laughs> I forget the exact date, but I saw on Twitter, like towards like the middle of the end of last year, I think it was like the end of July last since the end of July last year. He's like a five, four ERA or something like that. Or maybe even it was a little higher than that. It's not good. He's not the dominant guy we had in the beginning of last season when he was automatic, but he's not that guy anymore. And I'm trying to find a split, but just it's bad. Very bad. Very, very, very. He hasn't been that guy in a long time. It's time. It's time to make the move. It's time to make the move where he's not pitching in high leverage situations until he can prove that he can pitch in high leverage situations again, because he's quite literally costing us games every single time he's on the mound. Every time he's on the mound, we lose. So, um, and even in the guardians start the guardians game where, um, uh, Cabrera hit, had the clutch hit in the top of the night, take the lead. Uh, Franchi had the game title run. He loaded the base in that game and he was just walking guys and he looked terrible and he hit someone, ended up getting right? out of it. Like lucky he, he ended someone. up getting out of it, but, just a shake, like he's never never confident with him in the game now. And it was like at the beginning of last year when he was in the game, we won. Like that was it. We won the game. Like, but it's not that anymore. Like if he's in the game, I feel like we lost it. Yeah. It felt like Minnesota definitely stole that game, especially after Nestor threw seven innings of two run baseball. So it was like just a really deflating loss after that eleven two loss. It was like, oh my God. It was like, could this, can this get any worse? And it did. I mean, um one of my one of my least favorite things in all baseball, specifically with the Yankees, is when I feel like we wasted good things. Like, I, like you wasted Nestor's start. You wasted the Volpe, Judge, and Stanton homers. It, it's infuriating when you play eight innings, when you play great, like a great eight innings, and then Clay comes out there and blows it. There's nothing that makes me more angry. Like, I, that, that loss was 10 times worse than the 11 2 loss because I was just from the start. I'm like, okay, I feel like this game's over. But that was terrible. I'm just not quite sure what more they need to see from Clay, though. Like, what? Like, are they banking on him coming back? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. What would it have taken? Like, what if he blew it today? What if he wasted Cole's dominance? Like, is that the time to be like, oh, maybe he's not the guy? I don't know. I really don't know. And it's just so <laughs> um, annoying because this bullpen is so banged up. Isaac's going to be out for a little while. Canely just got transferred to the 60-day IL. Who knows when Trevino's going to be back? It's just we don't have many guys, but... We don't have many guys to go to, but Clay Holmes isn't the guy to go to anymore. Like even though, like try Ronnie, try Wandy, like just, yeah. even Big Al, I, Big Al. Even I'd rather see out there than Clay. I, I have more confidence in Albert Abreu than I do Clay Holmes. I've been a, I've been on the Albert Abreu train, Chase. I've been fighting you on it, but I like Albert Abreu. He's been really good since last year. Like I love Albert Abreu now. Like we like to make fun of him, but he had a really good season for us last year. He's a really good start to the season for us this year. I. I'd rather out see Albert Abreu out there than Clay Holmes. Look, that's fine, but like this this bullpen is like it's the Yankees' own doing. Like I feel like like they tried to address it. The bullpen concerns, uh, like they lost. Fully healthy, Chapman. I like the bullpen. Fully they healthy, lost I did Chapman, like Chapman. Um, and uh, they already had like three guys coming off of injuries. They have like like think about it, like Scott Efros. Like what is what is the last thing you've heard about Scott Efros? Like when is he coming? Probably the season. I mean, he had late Tommy John surgery yeah. last year. Maybe like September he'll be back. But um, like Johnny Luiz goes now hurt again, and it's like they don't know. Like he had like elbow tightness, I think it was. Like they don't know. I guess whether or not he'll need surgery. It's just well, a, a couple weeks right before now. he's even going to throw again. This team, if this team's going to have a chance, um. <sighs> 
they're gonna have to make a lot of moves in the bullpen because they're this bullpen cannot this bullpen will not survive. I can't say cannot, it will not survive. Yeah. I mean I like our bullpen fully healthy. I think Kainley was a great addition. I like Trevino. We we like Lou Trevino. Um Lewisica, we know has it. Like I like this bullpen when it's fully healthy. It's just the problem is are they gonna be ever be fully healthy? And also we don't have a definite closer. I hate a closer by committee. I know it works in some instances, but I really don't like it. I miss the days of Mariano Rivera going out there. I miss the days of uh, lights out, rolled his Chapman going out there. I miss those. I can't stand because no matter who they bring in now, it's a committee. So you're like, you're not really confident in anyone. It's not a committee though. It, it's Clay. It's Holmes. just Clay Holmes. It's yeah, Clay but, Holmes. Yeah. But that's what it, it's going towards a committee. With if Clay yeah, Holmes it is. sucks, it definitely is. Um, it's a mess. But anyways, moving on to the next game. Yankees finally got back on track. Finally, they because they needed that game. Domingo Herman came in and absolutely shoved. I mean, he was he was flawless. Uh, yesterday, perfect into the sixth. Perfect game into the sixth inning. Ended up giving up one run on eleven strikeouts. Is that a career high? It, it's got to be yeah. a career high for him, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, six six runs. Danny, what did you see from Herman yesterday? Dominance, really. I saw dominance. I saw the Twins not knowing what to do with him. Uh, they tried to get him for cheating because um. Herman likes doing the Roslyn bag. He like he, he likes hitting that. So the umpire told him to wash his get hands, whatever. He went back out and he picked it back up again. He's like, all right, wash your hands, bro. So at that moment, I was like, wait, is Herman cheating? Because you better get thrown out. Even Herman said, like, I thought I was about to get thrown out, but I wasn't even doing anything wrong. But um, Rocco Baldelli was heated. He got thrown out of that game and he said that the umpires handled it. But I don't know. He's just using Roslyn, but whatever. So he escaped that. Dominance. Dominance. He had that perfect game through the six. Like it was just it was awesome to see. Like, especially since, you know, he's fighting for the fifth job after Brito had that blow up. Schmidt hasn't looked great as a starter. And Herman hasn't even looked great as a starter. I know he he did whatever in the Guardian start, but he was out early and he really didn't pitch well at all. He didn't have his command. He walked like five batters, I think, in the Guardians game. So this was a huge game for him trying to win that fifth starter job when we're healthy. We have Rodon and Sevi coming around right around the corner and a Couple weeks they'll yeah, be back. Fingers, early fingers May. crossed. Even though well, Rodon yeah. suffered another setback. Uh, yeah, early May is the hopes for both of those guys. So I mean, I've been on the Herman train, wanting him to be the fifth starter. I've wanted it. You guys know I've wanted it. Just because Schmidt and Brito now they both are guys with just two really good pitches, and Clark Schmidt also can't get lefties out to save his life. So that can't happen if you're a starter. So I've been really wanting Herman to show something to the Yankees and prove that he could be. And this was a great outing into doing that. Hopefully he could continue in the next couple of starts he has before our guys are back. Yeah. And uh, I'm just seeing that the race had a crazy double play to end the game. So um sorry. I was just, I just got an update for that. I, I was distracted by that, but um Kyle, Captain America, Higashioka saved the season yesterday. Saved the season yesterday when we needed it most. Uh, Brian, big Higgy guy. I know you know you you're you love Higgy. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like like Trevino is a better defender, but like how much of a better defender is Trevino than Higgy? A lot. To, how much better of a defender is Trevino than Higgy to earn Trevino the starting job? Like. Because Trevino is a black hole at the plate. Like so far, he's he's right. been a I black mean, hole. Higgins hit one fifty two, man. I mean, Higgins got power. Higgins got more power than Trevino, but in twenty at bats, he has not looked. In twenty at bats, he has twenty at bats. Two of them are home runs. Twenty at bats. Yeah, but it's not like he's great at the plate either. I, I don't know. I don't but like Trevino flashes. He's shown flashes. Trevino hasn't really done that at all this year. <sighs> Trevino's had a couple clutch hits. We know Trevino's a little clutch. I, I like Trevino. I loved him last year. I don't know. 
And Higgy's going to play at least once every series. Like the Yankees do that with their catchers. So Higgy's going to get his playing time. And the platinum glove winner behind the plate, I like. I don't know. I guess that's fair. It's fair. But yeah, I, but I did say, I think, was it the last episode? Or did I say that on PlayStation? I don't remember. But I, if Higgy does hit for power, then I do see like a little more of a rotation. Instead of two out of three each series for Trevino, it'll be two out of three for Trevino this series. Next series, two out of three for Higashioka. I can see that happening. I definitely can see that happening, but I don't think Higgy will just take over as the starter. Like I could definitely see it more of a split. If he keeps but... playing like Captain America, he could. You never know. <laughs> if he ever plays like Captain so America. Good, He's so inspirational. He's so good. I can't say I'm surprised. So good. Stop it. <laughs> Anyways. Remember, remember, no, Chase, remember last year when Brian said there was a stretch where nobody yeah, could get this guy out? out. <laughs> couldn't get this guy out. It's true. It was the Blue Jays <laughs> series, man. It was the Blue Jays series in like Buffalo. I'll never it forget. never happened. He couldn't get him out. It happened. Today, uh, Yankees followed up yesterday's win with a 2-0 shutout. We spoke about Garrett Cole already. Got to Pablo Lopez. Um, DJ LeMahieu got to Pablo Lopez. That's who got to Pablo Lopez. Um, RBI single, home run just off the top of the wall for DJ. Short porch. Short job. porch job by DJ. Uh, Counts. Up to, up to now, 283 on the year. With a 543 slug for DJ. Very interesting. Um, is there a little power surge for DJ in this? Uh, I mean, we've seen power from DJ in the past. I, I want to keep 543, though. I mean, well, it, it, it is. It's high. 46 at bats. 543 is high. Yeah, it's 46 at bats. Even through 46 I mean, at bats, I feel like it's high. Regression to the mean. I mean, it will, but I've been loving what I've seen for DJ. He's back. He's so back. Even today when he got out, he ripped that ball to center. He had it right on the screws, so he looked good today. He was the only one that got to Pablo Lopez. I mean, Pablo Lopez was dominating us. It's two mistakes to DJ for an RBI single and a home run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DJ's DJ, back. DJ's he's been back. looking good. And then I like him in RBI spots. He's clutch. And then obviously, Garrett Cole, banana gobbler, big belly, short hair, just... Absolutely shoving today. I mean, I can't get enough. I can't get enough of that performance. I'm probably going to awesome. go back and watch the highlights after we're done recording oh, yeah. because it was, it was that good. Um, yeah, it's great to see. And then we got the Los Angeles Angels coming into town, coming in the coming week. Do we get to face Shohei? Do no, he's pitching tomorrow. He's pitching tomorrow. Oh, he's pitching tomorrow. They have like a weird uh, Patriots Day thing where the Angels and Red Sox are playing one want for one game tomorrow, and then. Um, and that then stinks. they come here. That stinks because we actually kill Otani at home. I know. I would love to Have see we, him I don't think alter in the Bronx him. again. I don't think we. They probably did that on purpose. I don't think we faced him on the road yet. Um, yeah, I've never really seen that. They had a four-game series starting on on uh, Friday, so and then it goes into Monday. I've never really seen that before. Weird. But Otani's pitching. Then they play at eleven a.m. on Monday. Oof. But they were saying like the Twins can't even travel uh, to Boston tonight because the Twins play the uh, in Boston next. They said they couldn't even travel because the Angels had to stay the extra night in mon- on Monday to play, so they can't. Even- they have to wait till tomorrow to travel to Boston, which a little weird. But yeah, not seeing Otani, which is upsetting. Well, Tuesday um, we do have we have a battle of two heavyweights: Clark Schmidt and Jose Suarez. <laughs> um, should be fun. Two heavyweights. Clark's got an eight ERA. Jose's got a ten. So we got the upper hand. Yeah, so it should be good. I might, I might take the <laughs> over. The I might take the over. <laughs> the over could be in play in this game. Yeah, you, you um, think the to... over is a lock, but that's when you take the under, Brian. You think the over is a lock, I mean, that's well, when I it mean, goes under. 
Vegas is probably going to set the over under for this game at like 21. So, I mean, yeah. we'll see about that. Shout out to Stanzo on Twitter, uh, who has my favorite meme going right now. Uh, when Clark pitches, he has the picture of him that says, Clark, Clark bumped a where in deep Schmidt. Um, oh. He actually had it. Say, he, it used to say you're in deep Schmidt, but now he had to change it to where in deep Schmidt because Clark has been so bad. Yeah, we. I mean, we have Schmidt and Brito back to back. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday. Not super confident. I mean, I in our pitching, I know I think our lineup is going to be able to win against Jose Suarez, Griffin Canning on Wednesday. But then we have Nestor on Thursday. So win one of these next two games with Brito or Schmidt on the mound. Win the series with Nestor on Thursday. Keep keep it going. Getting a little bit of a homecoming wow. with with Logan Ohapi and Gio Urshela coming back uh, there you go. to New York. So oh, one of my best friends from here, Logan Ohapi, hit a bomb off him back in high school. My cousin is like actually good friends with Logan. He's actually been tearing. He's been like really good. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah, he's looking good. And apparently, he's been calling good games behind the plate. Like he's been Otani's catcher, and they Otani likes him. Imagine catching Otani. Could you I imagine think, like, that? Obviously, throughout the first whatever we've had, I think he's been probably the best rookie in the AL. Like yeah. you look at Otani, and a lot of people already consider him the greatest baseball player of all time. Imagine catching. The greatest baseball player of all of all time as a rookie. It's insane, mind boggling, especially in Los Angeles. Um, but and then after that we got Toronto. Before we get back on the mic for another episode, then we got Toronto. Danny, you, I think you already previously mentioned Manoa. Um, we're gonna face him, Manoa Cole. That's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm very much looking forward to that. I did. I think if my math was correct, it should be Manoa Cole. Yeah, it is Manoa Cole. I see it. It's it's right. slated for Saturday. Yeah, it'll be fun for us. Ooh, wait a minute. Oh no, never mind. Okay. Yeah, because oh, because no. we'll have Herman on Friday. Friday's Apple. Friday's Apple TV, bro. Oh my god, dude. I don't have why? Apple TV. <laughs> why? What do you mean why? They I don't not show that. On... Why is it Apple TV? Not why don't you have Apple TV? I don't have Apple TV. But can you still see it on MLB.com if you pay for it? You gotta be able to. No. Well, oh, we're in we're in New York. We won't be able to. It'll be blacked out for us. You'll be able to watch it. I think. I'll let you guys know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give us. You may as well. We may as well get you a live a live stream, and you could just do the play by play the whole yeah. game for us. But yeah, um, good stretch. Um, Donaldson, bringer of rain, coming back soon. We'll see. Bringer of rain, yay! Um, That's back. Shout out to. Uh, I'm I'm remembering who's tweeting this stuff now, but shout out to Joe Randazzo on Twitter who made me laugh today with the tweet right after the stand news who said. Donaldson's on his way back as if this day couldn't get any worse. So <laughs> that's how I feel about that. Yeah, well, and also quick mention of the Rays. A historic, a pretty historic starts, 13 and 0 to start the Fuck year. The Rays. Don't give it to talk about them a little bit. They're in our division. We're 10 and 6 right now. We haven't won, we haven't lost a series yet, but the Rays are sitting here at 14 and 2. They're really good. And we play them first week in May. I'm excited to play them. I'm excited to see them. I'm not excited. excited. They're a really good team, man. They're hitting for power. They got a their pitching staff is sick. They're a really good team. We're going to beat him. All right. Well, we'll talk about that when the day comes. I think but the narrative has to change with me loving every other you team. Do. You love everybody. Danny loving them. How you do I like, love them? I'm not saying I love them. They're, I'm saying they're a really good team. Oh, I hate the Rays, but they're a really good team. You I'm were gushing like over Eduardo Julian. I can't just say that. We have to talk. Us. We're talking about our division. We love that. Eduardo Julian. We're talking about our division. Like, that's what, like what? We're talking about our division. It has to do with the Yankees. They started 14 Yeah, fuck them. It's really good. Yeah, fuck them. But they started 14 Fuck Eduardo Julian. I hate him. Danny loves the Rays. Danny loves Danny Get loves the here. Orioles. We're not doing that to me. He loves the Brian, Mets. Like, Brian, no, we're not even doing this. Brian loves Brandon Lau. Like, we're not doing this. There's a big Brian, Mets guy too. Brian loves Dan, Brandon Lau. Brandon Lau. 
Do you love Brandon Lau? Brian does. Oh, oh Brian has always said he Danny. loves him. He loves his swing. Brian's always said he loves him. Danny loves the Mets. Oh god, yeah. we know about okay. that. Brian okay. loves Brian loves Pete. Brian. Oh, that guy. Brian's is a Red like Sox fanatic. Brian is like obsessed with Devers. He was yeah. obsessed with Xander. Uh, Verdugo. Bullshit. Like I'm mentioning the Yankees division that we all had them winning. Got to mention what's going on in the Yankees division. What's happening right now? Is yeah, I agree. okay. We could we could sign off with this then. With the Rays' historic start, is there a level of concern increasing for you guys at the Yankees already with this? I think five game deficit, four, four game deficit for the rest of the year in terms of winning the division with less division games. Is there a level of concern increasing for you guys? No. We'll the Rays will that. go on a bad. The Rays will inevitably go on a bad stretch. Every team does regression to the mean. But I did, I did see like the Rays starting thirteen and zero. Like after their thirteen wins, if they play five hundred baseball the rest of the way, that's that's ninety five wins on the year. But regression to the mean. I'm a big believer of regression to the mean. Not worried. Yankees are the best team in this division. Not worried. Yanks in four. Knicks in four. Sixers in four. Nets in <laughs> six. Nets in six. <laughs> Nets will win in six. We'll see about that. Anyways, thank you. Oh, do you guys have anything else you want to say before we go? Yankees, off days Yankees. suck. Hate off days. I know. I'm already driving tomorrow. What am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, what am I, gonna... I have work tomorrow, so I'm not gonna miss the game. Thank God. Anyways, I actually have my wiffle ball finals. That's what I'll do. Let's go. Go Good PD luck. users. You're the lead off, right? You're the lead off man. Yeah. Nice. You're the, you're the DJ of, this, of the crew. Users go. Thank you all for listening. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Spread the News, Twitter at Official STN Pod, subscribe to our YouTube at Spread the News. Um, TikTok, spread the news, all there. You can see it in our graphic here if you're on YouTube already. Um, follow these guys on Twitter. Have their new Twitters going. Brian, Brian's been going ham with his Twitter. I see it all the time. I, I got to um, start. I've been tweeting on the spread in the news account, so I haven't have. been doing personal much. Brian's been going to. ham on it. Um, so make sure to give him a follow. Got some funny, some some good stuff on there. Um, and yeah, let's go Yanks. And we will see you all next week on episode 42, a week after Jackie Robinson Day. Peace.